This is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtralife.com, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 18th of March, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Gwenora. And for the moment, that's all you're getting, though allegedly, before the show is through, we will in fact have a full house. Yes, Iolite included. We'll believe it when we see it. I look forward to it. Uh-huh. So, we have some repaired bumpers for our segments. Finally figured out what the hell was going on with them. And let's just verify we actually have some guy. Oh, yeah, there he is. In the IRC, if you are joining us live, and you should be, in Internet Relay Chat, you will find our one and only producer, nay, IRC rep, the... Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you have things to bring to the show host's attention during the show, please do not PM us directly in the IRC. You will be summarily ignored. Please send your personal messages to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will bring them to us in an ordered fashion, usually by substituting in his own comments and questions for your own. Because that's how he... And Reginald yes, roll. roll. Absolutely. And if you don't know who Reginald is, you're obviously a new listener. Yes. And we welcome you. <laughs> yes, you are. Here's about to be two hours of your life you will never get back. As we enter into our very first segment of the day, which is... Tangents are kind of a big deal. <laughs> yes, indeed. Tangents are kind, kind of, of a, a big, big deal. deal. So... I got back yesterday 
from the Mouse Kingdom. Oh, did you now? Nemesis and I, I took was, I was the not trek. A, I was not aware that you went to the Mouse Kingdom. It was the uh, the whirlwind tour of the Mouse House. Uh, we departed late Thursday afternoon and slept hotel Thursday night. Went sun up, sun down to Disneyland, mm-hmm. Disneyland, Disneyland, and then return or slept again Friday night and returned slowly, oh so slowly, uh, Saturday morning. Uh, we chose our day well apparently because it was pouring rain when we departed on Saturday, and whereas it was merely overcast and a little cool, but totally doable on Friday. Right. So thank the great god Thor or whomever is in charge of the weather in Anaheim, California for that one. Nice. And I couldn't quite figure out why the hell it was such a zoo. Because our hotel was just one street over from right. uh, Harbor Boulevard and the Anaheim Convention Center and the Mouse Kingdom. And we were just trying to get the hell out. And the place was completely mobbed. And then watching my own Twitter feed, I realized I was 50 yards away from the first day of WonderCon, one of the major sci-fi fantasy conventions in the world. And I was driving away from from it. it. Oh, the pain. You poor person, you. Pity me, for I am pitiful. Yes, yes. Now, granted, I did... Well, okay... I don't know if I'd say pitiful, but I would say worthy of pity. Pitiable. Pitiable. That's, see, that's even better right there. See, it's called, it's called the English language. We spickens it here. Yes. What are you staring at in the great black void? I'm staring at all kinds of things. <laughs> I'm looking at the research board. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, that's research chaos. Actually, they've gone above and... Uh, aid has aid. gone above and beyond himself because he's confirmed something that my... My lovely girlfriend, Thumbelina, told me the other day. Hi, Thumbelina. I wasn't sure it was true, and it turns out it is, because it's on the intertubes. Oh, well, if it's on the internet, it must be true. No less no less on ACLU.org, which is even better. Oh, but of course, yes. But of course. Oh, look, we have visitors. Now, it's all it's all an illusion. Uh, it's a mirage. There, there have, are no people we, here. We have very brightly colored co-hosts. Indeed. We have uh, just witnessed the arrival of a Daxa and a Grail, who are now uh, yes. busying themselves about finding yes. their microphones. And, 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 their, and their offspring. You're not on yet. And, and their offspring. You're turned off still. Arrange your microphones, and then we'll turn you on. So we want, but we want to give the thumping, oh yeah, my so you're God. Not making, so you're not making noise like I usually do. Yes, indeed. It's turned on, but it's not turned on. Oh, oh rainbows. Okay. You forget, I control the God board. So... We are uh, busily connecting our new arrivals, and just, uh, you guys missed the debut of the properly functioning Tangents are kind of a big deal intro, because I managed to unscrew it. So get your cans on, and I'll play it again, and we'll fix it all in post. While we're waiting for that, I want to direct listeners' attention to the front page of vtwproductions.com, where earlier today I did a little housekeeping, and I'm very interested in your opinions. I uh, tidied things up a bit and got some of our newer shows fully represented there. So if you can take a look at the front page, uh, specifically the improved Twitter feed in the lower right-hand corner, which represents pretty much everybody and everything now, and the recent episodes widget in the lower left corner, which now includes all current shows. And it just kind of gave me an indicator of just how damn many uh, shows we're producing these days. That was a lot of widgets. But just uh, give it a look for look, feel, functionality, ease of use, 
and send in your reactions either via the forums, which can be accessed via the form link at the top of that self-same page, or via email ch at vtwproductions.com. Your suggestions and feedback are always welcome. Unless we're not feeling receptive, in which case. Of course. Yeah. So the in our tangent section here, I was also absorbing this morning uh, one of the things that was premiered at the aforementioned WonderCon, uh, the full-length, full trailer for Ridley Scott's new film, Prometheus. Really? Which is set in the Alien and Aliens universe um, as kind of a disconnected prequel is what they've implied. Um, but the the full trailer... Because yeah, I seem to recall the last time I saw a movie, that was one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Was that. that was they had, they had the teaser trailer. Now they've got the full full on. We want you to come see this movie. Here's a lot more plot details. Right. The similarities between that trailer and the original 1979 trailer for Alien is that I found some Are sites to put them up next to each other. Really similar. Very extremely similar. I was going to say probably deliberately. Oh God, yes. Because it is, oh, yeah. it's, it is Ridley, it's Ridley Scott, so yes. and it's the same guy who did the original one, I believe. Oh heck yeah! No, yes. this is this is Ridley Scott, the creator of little things like Blade Runner and Alien. Yes, who yes. is after decades gone and doing other kinds of things like Gladiator, is yes. now finally returning to science fiction. I seem to recall he did Black Rain too, which yes, he did. You and I enjoyed immensely. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good flick. Jeez, so. Now that you guys have your cans on, we will mm-hmm. begin again with the All actually right. functioning. Tangents are kind of a big deal. Only to be destroyed by my beepity beep cell phone. Self-help. Nice. <laughs> Whoa. Welcome you failed. to the show. All and right. I want to also alert you guys to the return of the God voice. Oh. As you may have noticed, it only works for me. What? Well, somebody does need to uh, compensate, so yeah. Give me some love. Boom! Great little fist bump with me and Grant. Booyakasha! Booyakasha! Moving on. So, uh, yes. Prometheus trailer just gives you wood. It is everything. <laughs> You want in an alien? Really? Oh wow! Yes, it would even give you wood. It's that good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, yep. Yep. You'll be, yep. You'll be sporting a chubby when you a, leave. That's Adam a limb, would be right. very disappointed if that. Happened. Yeah, exactly. Surprised at this stage of your relationship, probably. Yeah, Where exactly were you concealing this? <laughs> that explains a lot, Mister Whitney. That didn't take very long. See. They arrive, and look what happens to the quality of the conversation here. <laughs> it raises by a thousand percent. Who was the one talking about chubbies? Wasn't me. Yeah, wasn't me. You Wood. started it. Mm-hmm. And then you went to Watch chubby. the trailer. You'll understand. Okay. Yeah, there's um, lots of very obvious tie-ins with Alien. If you remember the original, uh, what they referred to as the space jockey, which was yes. the... Alien calcified into its armor in the, in the chair that they yes. find on the derelict ship. Yeah, we get to see one of those that ain't so dead. Yeah. Right. A, as a glimpse in the uh, with his armor kind of peeling off of him. So the space jockeys are definitely involved in this. And you see th- another of the exact same horseshoe-style ship um, 
that was crashed on LV-427 when they went to get the alien critter the first time. So the tie-ins are becoming more and more apparent of, okay, the tie-in between Alien and this is going to be this, this race of aliens, the space jockeys. Yeah. Um, nice. And the implication is, from the trailer, they find fossilized records all over the Earth from different civilizations that are separated by thousands of years, and they all have this same pictogram in them. And they decipher it to say, oh, these are coordinates, and it's an invitation to go meet somebody. Don't! And turns out it's not so much of an invitation as bait. Yeah. And something about, you know, we're going to visit our creators, and they're not happy with how we turned out. So they're coming to annihilate us. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, is is the, the, the text of the... Uh, um, the uh, subtext of the trailer. Gotcha. With the normal rapid-fire yeah. disturbing sound effects yeah. and God knows what. And, of course, the obligatory uh, Alien Universe-style android. Oh, okay. oh nice. Of course. They have, they've done viral videos, and one of them is the activation, which is kind of really creepy, creepily done. If you go to Ain't It Cool <laughs> News, they've got a... The latest viral video from Prometheus is really freaking creepy. Yeah. And yeah. it's basically guy in, like, packing popcorn under a plastic bag, and they show, like, the white fluid that you always find right. inside those aliens yes. being piped into him, and then him kind of waking up under the bag, and it's like, ah, it's creepy as hell. And huh. So, yeah, Michael Fassbender's character has been revealed to be an early design of the humanoid androids from that series. Nice. Interesting. So there's another through okay. line through all the alien films. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know. I'm rather looking forward to it. At least God has a thing about androids in right? general. <laughs> you think? Whether they're called replicants or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same difference. Well, I mean, Philip K. Dick kind of came up with that, but anyway. Yeah, yes, you know. he did. All right. Quote of the day. Quote of the day. It is not worth doing something unless someone somewhere would much rather you weren't doing it. Hmm. I rather like that. Guess who it's from? Who is it from? Terry Pratchett. Ah. Awesome. Ah. Yes. Bring forth he who shall snuff himself before too much awfully longer. Yes. Sadly. Unfortunately. He's, he's always been a very strong proponent of the right to death and now has ah. a terminal illness that will take away his ability to reason. So he's got himself all set up to go across the water to the country and off himself before basically uh, he's wow. to the point where he's That's using using the like, dragon naturally speaking to do his writing yeah um and he's stated that once i can no longer even do that i'll be checking out so say your goodbyes now because i'm i'm out of here yeah oh wow and his last Discworld book just to reinforce the point was called snuff snuff wow gotcha. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. so hmm. go for it we'll see you on the other side terry but anyway. Well, that's cheerful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to okay, nip off then. and shoot myself. Yeah. Exactly. Hi. So I went to Disneyland. What did you guys do? Um, well, speaking about movies, I went and saw a couple movies for a friend's birthday. We saw Act of Valor, which is the actual Navy SEALs doing Navy SEALs thing. Like, for real. For real. Like, like it, well, it's it's a movie, but it's, it's movie, using but it's got, active they, duty Navy. They say active duty yeah. Navy SEALs in it, which I don't buy for a I second. think they are no longer active duty yes, now. I can tell you right now that they are no longer um, active duty SEALs. Which, you know, it definitely, I mean, they really nailed the part where they had to use military speak, and when they were in the action scenes, they did that well. The 
friendly banter and the acting part, yeah, they, so these guys were definitely not actors because yeah. you're like, ooh, <laughs> which really kind of, I think in the end, maybe even hurt the movie because they, of course, they have a very dramatic, you know, self-sacrifice thing at the end of the movie and you just don't really care because they're such wooden actors. You're like, eh, I'm not really invested in any of these people. But the action scenes were really well done. The sound effects especially, my God, when they had cut loose with some miniguns on a swift boat, oh, yeah, oh sure. my God, that yeah. sounded Feeling great. It in the chest well, for you. Yeah. And see, the problem The problem with the whole witty banter thing is that having experienced something akin to it, um, yeah, they get an X rating. Right. Because the right. stuff that we did, and I'm not suggesting I'm a Navy SEAL, but having been in the military, yeah, the things that we talk about, if you've seen Jarhead, that's a lot closer. That's closer. I'm sure that's closer than what we talk about some really off the wall stuff and really dark. And unless you've been in that situation, you totally don't get right. it. Right. And there's, I'm, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it is what it is. But yeah, the, the, the ACLU, all these rights organizations would go off the wall yeah. when this movie came out. They, and just because that's the way. People, trust me, you don't want to know. If it was You're better accurate. off ignorance. Yeah, if it was accurate, yeah. ignorance is bliss. Because yeah. I've heard some stuff, even with all the things I have heard, where I've gone, damn. Yeah. Um, you might, what? Yeah, let's not. No, that's a little over the top. <laughs> we don't need to be going there. That's not good. Yeah, I had a similar experience being a server engineer. We talked about the same way. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're pulling an all-nighter. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting some weird territory there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sleep-deprived. But Red Bull. We uh, so we saw that, and we also saw Casa de mi Padre. Oh God, it's the Will Ferrell. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like almost Which, entirely in Spanish. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything except for like one of the actors who's playing an American FBI agent uh, speaks in, in English, and otherwise, what is even the plot of that movie? You have to go into it in the right mindset. It's a rift on Spanish novellas okay. is the way you have to look at it. And it's on old styles. So you'll have scenes where like a guy is talking and he's got a, a bourbon in his hand and it cuts to Will Ferrell. He'll say something that cuts back to the guy and suddenly he's got like a mixed fruity drink in his hand. <laughs> and it's, it's just really just like little errors like that. They even stop the film in the middle of it because they have this like this one film guy goes, you know, we ran into some issues because we were really going to have this white snow leopard here but then we realized we probably shouldn't have a snow leopard and jackals because jackals are actually really hard to we can't really train a jackal and (laughs) then we we learned we learned also you really shouldn't have cocaine on the set with the jackals because (laughs) they got into it and the guy who said it would be cool wasn't licensed and so i mean it's just really it's really really funny but you have to go into it with that's what it's about and they do try to make it a serious movie about semi-serious movie about uh wills ferrell's father being a rancher and his brother's a drug dealer and there's this whole you know other drug dealer that's going after him it's it's funny as hell i loved it but you it's you have to have the right mentality for it you can't go in just thinking this is a normal will ferrell goofy movie and you'll probably be pretty disappointed Hmm. but i liked it a lot interesting yeah Jizz. yeah and, and jet. jet yeah the deluxe model has so, so much, much more, more eagle, eagle in it, it. <laughs> yeah but, so that's that's what he did he had fun yeah this weekend i unfortunately <laughs> all i did was work and then today we met with um a landscaper for our place but here's what we were thinking <laughs> <'Cause> okay <laughs> dare i ask 
Well, he he's like, well, do you want any designs? You know, he'll put in a design for free on our patio. Like okay. a oh, like cobblestone a, okay. sort of. Inlaid. Inlaid, of. uh-huh. So we're like, hmm, what about the imperial symbol? Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas would sue your ass. Only because would... Anybody know it? Like, if people who didn't know... It would be a cool person detector. Yeah. Right. Right? <laughs> That's what our, Because my, my you know, my we were talking was, about with my mom and yeah. stepdad, and they're like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, look, if you look at it, it just looks like a funky gearish symbol on the ground. And if you know what it is, you'll think it's awesome. <laughs> so there's no, there's no real downside here. If mm-hmm. you don't know what it is, it's just a cool design. It's just a geometric pattern. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But if you know... It is the Dark Lord symbol. Exactly. You will be detected as a cool person. That's right. Exactly. So how cool would that be? Anyway, something we were thinking about. That was probably about the highlight of my weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Taxag Rail Place. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Excellent. So yeah. I say you go for it. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we're thinking about it. It's Mm. a decently complex symbol, though, to do as pavers. So we'll see how, how... receptive our guy is <laughs> to doing it. See, I'm thinking the Rebel Alliance symbol is so similar to the City of Phoenix's logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People could easily mistake that. Right. For the City of Phoenix. No, yeah. what the hell do I want Rebel Alliance exactly. on? Just, exactly. Simply the other choice. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Bounty Hunters don't really have a unifying symbol, per se. No. No, you'd have to go Imperial. That's pretty much the only thing. If yeah. you're going to stick in Star Wars, or you have to go outside of that and get really funky, we're trying to think simple symbol. Yeah, yeah. simple. So forty-two. <laughs> forty-two. There yeah, there you go. Ultimate question, research team. But Boom. I, yeah, <laughs> there you go. All right, before we get too much more deeply into this segment, let's mm-hmm. put out the call-in topic of the day. Mm-hmm. In the fourth half of the show, we will call for your Skype calls. VTW Shows is the address, or you can go to the front page of VTWProductions.com, look in the lower right-hand corner of the newly redesigned front page, and look for the I'm Online Skype notation. And if you have Skype click to call properly installed on your machine, when we call for you, you can simply click on that, and it will dial in automatically. The call-in topic of the day is, with MMOs transitioning from where they've arrived today, which was you are almost forced to have to group to be able to experience the content. Now they in the olden be, days, yeah. In, well, the not so old. Well, days. I mean, the olden days of MMOs, right? The, you know, the er, the EverQuest, the Ultima Online. Well, really, even even World of Warcraft, the looking for group tool, the focus on five mans and raid content, looking for raid tool. Yeah. If you really want to see the entirety of the package you are forced to participate in group play. And now it's moving towards almost forcing you to experience at, as solo. Yeah, well, I mean, I challenge World of Warcraft started off with a much heavier focus on group play. It was difficult to even get to 50. That was the level cap, yeah. 50, right? 60. 60. So it started at 60. I'm sorry. It's been so long. (laughs) Um, But to get to 60, I remember 50 to 60, it pretty much was like, you really should just go do instances. If you're not instancing, you are grinding. Because otherwise, yeah, there's no quests anymore. All the quests lead you into dungeons. You need to do that. That was the focus. Now, 
you know, WoW definitely moved to, we want to get you to max level as fast as possible. So you, we're going to get to max level a suite of quests that you can do on your own and never have to interact with another person. And yeah, after that, you, you would want to do some grouping. And Star Wars, I think, is the biggest example of this. That That's definitely like, you really can just do this on your own. You don't even mm-hmm. have to see yeah. another person as far as you're concerned. Exactly. The group play is entirely optional. Pure, purely optional. And I mean, and I'm not sure where Guild Wars 2 will fall in that paradigm, but it definitely seems like that's been the shift, is that it's really, you now have gone from forced group play to purely, if it's if it's there and you want to deal with it, great. If not, totally optional. And I think, you know, the call-in, what we want to say is that, which is better? Or where yeah. Where is... How do you feel about this yeah. change? Yeah. Do you long for the days of, no, I want my UBRS group, damn it. I want my 20-man. Right. <laughs> or just even sorry bad flashback even the old you know EverQuest days was like you just need some sort of group like mm-hmm. and it, then and that game had a total different paradigm to it where it was just a grind game for the most part you weren't really questing so it was like uh, you can do it with a three man group four man group five man group six man because six man at least you got the experience bonus but you know some grouping of that and so it but it, it definitely encouraged you couldn't do this solo with few exceptions in terms of classes mm-hmm. so so dwell on that and be ready for your call-in segment during yeah. the fourth half of the show later on in the remainder of the that's ta- the tangent segment here juice of it's juice and gent. um coming soon to a front page near you once i get my act together and get it set up new podcast on the site tadpool tech Another in the Tadpoolery series of uh, podcasts. This one focusing on gizmos, gadgets, and toys. Oh, my. Mm. Uh, you can find them on uh, the Tadpoolery podcast uh, website for the moment. And we'll shortly have them set up with uh, their own lovely forum and page and RSS feed and all that grand goodness. Also, recent additions to the site One Dumb Jock with our very own Dumb Jock. Uh, Todd Prime, or original Todd, mm-hmm. um, you can now find the link, the correct link, to the RSS feed on the One Dumb Jock uh, page. Just go to the top of vtwproductions.com, click on Shows, and select One Dumb Jock. On the right-hand side, we now have the link to the RSS feed so you, to ease your ability to subscribe and listen. And listen you must, for it is awesome. Yes, geeks come in all shapes and sizes, including sports geeks, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. And he is, in fact, a dumb jock. We always knew that. It's just <laughs> official now. <laughs> the love, are you feeling it? Oh, very much so. I'm sending the love. Are you receiving the love? Mm. So keep an eye out for Tadpool Tech and One Dumb Jock, all available to you on Versus the World Radio. Boo and yah. All right, we've got two minutes. Who's got a tangent? Latecomers? Latecom- I did my tangent on our... I'm getting comments oh, well, that may hurt the resale value, but that's why we're saying only people who were geeky enough would know what it is. And they would want the house. And they would want the <laughs> yeah. house. Well, I got, I got a quick tangent since we got it looks like a pretty full gaming segment of other things. Oh, goodness, yes. So I, did, I finished my second storyline in Star Wars now. I went through the entire warrior quest. Okay. I like the Inquisitor better. <laughs> I think the Inquisitor storyline was overall better. The Warrior ended pretty cool, but uh, 
I think the Inquisitor is definitely... You feel a lot more powerful at the end of the Inquisitor one. I liked his uh, enjoying her little uh, power-hungry Inquisitor yeah. very much. I've mm. got my, uh, my Marauder still. Yeah. Gotta get my ass back in that game. It's been weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's been... A bit, but I will say, playing as a warrior... You feel Sithy. You, you're choking <laughs> nice. fools. You're pushing them. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I like I like the way the gameplay of the the that a lot more. And we we even got to go out and do. We actually ran an instance with uh, one of the ones they added in the 1.1 patch mm-hmm. for the wreck ghoul outbreak. Ooh. So we did the first part of that instance, which was really neat. It was well done. A lot of little cutscenes and stuff. And, um, you know, what's going on? Oh my God. Ah, hey, I got scratched. Why am I scratched? Uh oh. Time to kill you. Yeah. So it was, it was a fun, fun run through to, to experience. And so I think, you know, all of us are kind of holding out like, oh, I don't want to even touch another character till. 1.2 drops and we see what legacy actually adds because uh-huh. I'm like 16 in my lovely legacy levels and it's like alright I hope this gets me something cool <laughs> well it's like back in the EverQuest days the alternate advancement point system I mean that was the most ridiculously complicated oh, yeah. and yeah. lame system because they, they couldn't figure out oh we gotta keep keep people playing now we've run out of levels uh, okay well, it was frustrating because they gave you the option of doing it before you maxed your level. Right. So you're yeah. like, well, do I put my experience there? Because there's some really cool abilities mm-hmm. that's like considered must-have, but I'm also then not leveling. So yeah, it was it was an odd implementation, yeah, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Though I did notice, uh, well, actually, we'll talk about that in the yeah. next segment. So we are actually neatly to our first break. So you are listening. To an ever-expanding episode of Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at jitbit.com or follow the link from the front page of vtwproductions.com. We have a brand new episode of Northrend News. This is episode 81, Citadel News Update, coming your way right now. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side, or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link audiblepodcast.com forward slash VTW Productions. We interrupt our regularly scheduled programming to bring you this update from the Citadel News Network. Can you help me find my daughter? Have taken Please. She was on power than the Reapers struck. 
Yes, I'm sorry, ma'am. We don't have any communication records from Palavan at this time. Dedicated to support it's a complete blackout zone. But there but has to be someone who can help you, please. It's, uncertain if it's so important. The Castellas and Gemi systems have you checked the docking gates? All incoming Turian passengers are, are being rerouted to headquarters on Manai for new assignments. I and no, civilians in the Appian I, I hadn't are urged to seek refuge there. in the Citadel. Where, due Good to a generous luck. grant from C-Sec Consultant Karis Vicarian, medical treatment and refuge are available in the worst, and auxiliary but... docking bays. In Alliance Space, reports from the Pharos colony of Zeus Hope indicate that the colony has thus far managed to repel the Reaper invasion. Due to their experience resisting the mind control effects of the Thorian, a sentient plant capable of telepathic manipulation, which was destroyed by Commander Shepard, the first human specter on her visit to the planet three years ago, this the Appa named Zeus Fist has struck back at Reaper ground forces across Pharos. Using now guerrilla boarded, tactics and spore-based bombs harvested from the remains of the Thorian itself, the colonists have erected kill zones around all major settlements, which thus far have kept husks and the more powerful Reaper cannibals at bay. Transit posts near the mass relays in the Sol, Widow, and no, no, no. Systems Buy them now. Buy them all now. That's the last of the Metagel and Sakara warehouse. And we've got more ships coming in all the time. I don't want to start turning people away. They're family. The probes have also recorded a high concentration of Reaper vessels near the relays. A sign many believe confirms that the relays are in fact a Reaper device and not built by the Protheans. Thus far, all mass relays appear to be functioning within acceptable parameters, though a number of probes I have told you there were fish in the Presidium Reservoir. When we could eat those. I haven't had anything since lunch yesterday. In other news, sales for Blaster 6 have increased 600% since its release last week, as refugees flood theaters and holobars across the Citadel and nearby safe points in search of a safe diversion for friends and family. And last up today, reports from Tachanka indicate that the genophage, the genetic weapon used to control Krogan populations I know they're dead. The infamous I just rebellions, can't has stop thinking about them. By efforts All those bodies. Or organizations the blood. Known. I... The shroud. Can I have a gun now? System Just stay calm. You don't want to go under sedation again, do you? Shred core was destroyed, a cure for the virus was I can't stay calm. The there are monsters out there, and we're and all going to die. Please, the please, just give me a gun. Military efforts on Palavin and Earth. The critics remain skeptical of Krogan and Doctor, Once the doctor, has she's having an attack. No party has stepped forward to take credit for the genophage cure, and when reporters asked Krogan leaders for details about this remarkable occurrence, an Erdnot shaman replied only that she had seen a Threshermaw near the Shroud Complex shortly before core overload, and that Tachanka looks after its own. At this time, the Turian Task Force on Indoctrination reminds really all citizens to remain going, vigilant though. for any signs of suspicious activity. They say they Remember, there. anyone can become indoctrinated pools. through close contact with Genuine the Reapers or their allies. Indoctrinated is do not exhibit outward symptoms, but they will work actively to hinder that? our war efforts Nobody by attempting to gain back. access to key defensive systems and information. Remember, if you see something, say something. Contact the nearest CSEC or military representative for assistance. Finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, 
be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Junk with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Junk only on Versus the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Now is the time on Sprockets when we talk about video games. And yeah. telephones ring. <laughs> And dogs bark and Archer, dogs man. and cats living, living together. together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love hanging with you guys. You know what I've been totally addicted to recently? Cocaine? Other than that. Uh, oh. <laughs> Just checking. Gaming-wise. It's cocaina. It's cocaina. <laughs> um, what are you addicted to now? Draw some. Draw Cute. something. Oh, draw something. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about it. I've seen I've seen bits of this, but I'm not clear on exactly what it is. Okay, so we've been playing words back and forth for quite a while with different so words people. with friends. It is the day Seriously, of cell phones. phones. Oh my goodness! Do go on. Um, okay, so we've been draw, uh, playing this game words, right? So words with words friends. With friends. Um, and this is kind of like Pictionary with friends. So you draw something and you get points. It's just a, a, a network points. game, so it's, it's a, done over the internet, yeah, right? It's done yeah. over the internet. We've done it over um, my iPhone and the in the iPad, depending on what we have. Available. It's available on Android as yeah, well. It's available on Android. Okay. Um, but it's like, <laughs> well, when you're playing with Grail, <laughs> uh, I can only imagine a Pictionary style game with <laughs> him. I've never claimed to have. Any skill at drawing. I know, but Any. It, it, it makes it so much more <laughs> yes, interesting. But does everything have to look like a penis? <laughs> Actually, funny, that's my reaction, is that every time I get a drawing sent to me, it always starts off looking like one. Uh-huh. Like, it always starts with that first shape, and I'm like, it's another penis, and yet there's no P in my guessing letters. <laughs> and then it becomes, you know, a dresser. <laughs> like, oh, Okay. <laughs> This game is actually a Rorschach test. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Yeah. Yes. So it's a lot of fun because just the way people view things in their head and the way it comes out on the actual device is nowhere near what they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of the times you're like, I don't know, is it a dog, a cat? Oh, hot dog. Oh, it's a hot dog. So it's just a really fun game. So I, I have like, Eight games going with eight different people. Right is this now. only on iOS or is this also available on Android? Android. It's on Android yeah. too. Okay. It's so much fun. Yeah. Can you play cross platform? Yeah. Yeah. I play with Grail on his phone. Yeah. I mean, I have it on my phone. We play with Aridin. He has only his phone to play on. It's obviously the bigger your device, the easier it is to draw. It's a little bit difficult sometimes to draw on the phone, but oh. it's still functional. Especially, I mean, like in my case, I just live in stick figure land, so. Yeah, me yeah. too. XKCD, me too. good enough for him. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Get my point across. But it is, it's a blast. I highly recommend you guys go out there. And mine, my uh, login is Daxa CH. So, yeah. so oh. what's, the, what's Daxa the name of the game again? CH. Draw something. Draw something. Draw something. Yeah. Okay. A Draw new challenger something. has arrived. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> ah, yes. It's been a while. Yep. A little bit. What's up, babe? 
not a lot. I just got home. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I'm I'm glad I remembered to say, I think I'll make it in time today, so set up a microphone for me. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. We have the extended mixing desk all set up and actually functional, and I have the God voice. Uh, I see that. Yes, or hear that, as the case may be. It's just for me, though. Uh, okay. I know, he's mean. He took it away from no, the rest of us. I'm your overlord. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, so yeah. The most mocked overlord in history. Exactly. Silence. Which way are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> most mocked, most ignored, <sighs> yeah. most otherwise, you know. I love you, you're pretty. <laughs> That's very good. But yeah. That's so, just very good. <laughs> I would highly recommend it. So draw something. Draw something. Play it. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Should your young son be drawing penises this early in the day? (laughs) Only if the word is penis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's no P, but there's an M, so it could be member. There you go. J, John Thomas, or something like that, you know. Or Chubby. What was it you were saying? Chubby. Yeah, there you go. Wood. 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 (laughs) Morning, Wood. Morning, Wood. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Our... Telephones just want to be radio stars today. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Siri. She's fighting back. Siri. Siri is one of our topics of our research chaos later on. Oh, sweet. We'll talk about her later then. Yes, indeed. Though uh, the episode of uh, Big Bang Theory surrounding Siri we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. Raj, uh, if you would like to make love to me, just say so. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> the Office of Siri. <laughs> All right, moving on. Where the heck were we? We are in the Geeks in segment. the Gaming World. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a question. Was I just not paying attention, or did EverQuest recently switch to free-to-play? Or has that been there for a while, and I just never noticed? I think, you know, I just got an email from them saying, hey, by the way, your account's now free-to-play. It's going to exactly. be awesome. And I'm like, okay. I, I had the same feeling, but I think it was EverQuest 2 that went free-to-play okay. first. Mm. And now they've kind of finally gone back and said, you know, hey, you can come free-to-play, plus your Accounts of silver members, so you get through House of Fall or something. Whatever. I was like, okay, that sounds awesome. Uh, I haven't logged into EverQuest, like, like my actual account, of, you know, excluding Project 1999 mm-hmm. for 10, 10 plus years, years I think. <laughs> well, the game's been around for 13 Seriously. years. It's just amazing that they had an email address for me that would actually get yeah, to actually me. That, that works. <laughs> <Yes>. That's, that's <laughs> stunning. <laughs> Well, I've had the same cell phone number for... An eternity. Uh, yeah, 15, 16 years. I've had, I mean, I'm not kidding. That's a long time. Every time I've changed email addresses through the years, I've always put an auto-forward in place. So stuff tends to find me, which is probably why I have 10, 100 million spam, spam messages. Oh, yeah. Spam, 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 spam. Spam, spam, Lovely spam. Yeah. Wonderful spam. So, so yeah, if you've ever um, wanted to try kind of the original... Other than Ultima Online, which wasn't really what we you'd notice you'd classify as a modern MMO. No, um, you can now do the original EverQuest One in its heavily modified state. It's not like Project 1999 where you go back in time. To no, it's, it's it's the most recently patched version. Right. So it's unrecognizable from its original form. I'm still gonna I'm gonna log in just out of curiosity, just to see. I just dust off my old characters. I see. I I almost want to know just if our characters still exist. Oh, of in course, some they form I know, out there. They I, think, never, yeah. they I think they do because yeah. we move servers even on a mm-hmm. lot of ours. So the original Dexa. I know the original Dexa. Ooh. Wow. My sin character. Your sin yeah, character. Yeah, that'd be awesome. 
Hearts in there. It was I know. Wizard, right? That was my yeah. wizard. Oh, God. My, I uh, put on my wizard robe. And awesome <laughs> taxi. Yes, pretty much what he did. Can yep. you translocate me here? <sighs> Make with the portal, boy. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. yeah that'd be Here's f- some gold, dude. Give me that portal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, will you? I'm busy. <laughs> in, in the weeks I've been missing, did you guys talk Mass Effect at all? Mass Effect 3? A little bit, but none of us, I mean, I, we talked about the demo, because that's as mm-hmm. much experience as any of us have had okay. with it so far. <laughs> and funny enough, uh, my friends whose birthday it was, I bought him Mass Effect 3 for his birthday, and we kind of were talking about it, we're like, I want to play through it again, but there's certain fun- game functions of the um, 1 and 2 that I don't want to redo, and, and we had some suggestions from the forums. But we also got some neat sites that kind of summarize, like, here's your story. The thing is, you have so much of your stories based on the choices you make. Right. So one person's story can be vastly different from another's. Else's yeah. Story. All yeah. I've seen on the internet is, is people wailing and bitching about the ending. And I've tried to avoid that because I don't want to know what the ending right. is. So, right. yeah. All I, all I know is people are terribly dissatisfied with it. I don't know any of the details. Somebody, I saw some posts. I think, like, the folks from Penny Arcade said they were really happy with the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're sensible and mature. Well, yeah. Yeah. God, I just call Gabe and Tycho mature. Hey. <laughs> I think they may have invented the internet dick joke. So oh. ooh, yeah. you get somebody in the black void that says they like the uh, ending okay. as well. So yeah. So this, this is the normal whining and, and crying for no reason that the internet always brings out of people. Yeah. <sighs> well, and it it does completely depend because the you can play. You know, am I the complete a hole? Yeah, there's the Paragon and Renegade. Paragon and Renegade, yeah. Your two choices and then, you know, all the kind of choices in between that you make. And then you've got, do I play female shepherd or male shepherd? Right. And but also there's, I the think there's they three, play them too. three major different ways of solving the problem yeah. of the bad guys mm-hmm. is the impression I get from the little bit of reading I've done. And But all of them are pretty... People have found stuff to complain about all of them to the point where people actually started a ridiculous internet petition to force them to write a new ending. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, just don't buy the game. Guys, oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah, and Bioware cool. goes, cha-ching! <laughs> <laughs> DLC, baby! <laughs> so oh. All right, that'll be another $30, please. Mm, exactly. <laughs> For an alternate ending. And all the wailing and gnashing of teeth over the day one downloadable content for it, because on the shipping mm-hmm. game disc were the character models, right? The, the, the wireframes and the skins for one of the characters that was used in the downloadable content. And so you download the actual storyline, and then it grabs the the, the assets the from the, the assets from yeah. the disc. And people are on the internet claiming they. Included the DLC on the disc and made us pay to unlock it. I thought the DLC was available for free if you got the collector's edition. It was. So also, you, you you're would, still paying for it one way or the other, right? But the the misinformed people saying that because this one tiny fraction, this one asset that was used in the downloadable content, never mind, it was almost it was half more than half a gigabyte of download you had to do to actually get the storyline that used this right. one character model. All these people going completely out of their minds with one tiny piece of the DLC was on the disc. Therefore, that 
proves this entire downloadable content was developed as part of the game, then they ripped it out of the game and made it downloadable content just to make money. No. I mean, <laughs> you have no idea how games are designed. Shut the F up. So what if they did? Yeah, I mean, hey. It's their damn game. They've got the copyrights on it. They put all if, the dev money into it. They put all and, the time and effort into, de- into developing it. Why the hell shouldn't they make any money off it? Sorry, I'm being cynical today. It's, well, well, it's a total, totally optional storyline that has nothing yeah. to do with advancing the main plot. doesn't change the game in any way. I didn't put this in the spreadsheet, but there's an article in our research thread that has an example that I would be much more complaining about, which was the Street Fighter vs. Tekken that Capcom released, mm-hmm. where they put all the downloadable characters that they put as D- are already included in the game. Right. They're just hidden, and you just unlock them by buying them. Right. And they left out the ability to do local co-op online. So having two players on one Xbox go online on the Xbox version. It works on the PS3, mm-hmm. but not on the Xbox. And so people are throwing a fit saying, you had enough time to... And they said basically they couldn't get around doing it. Right. So people are saying, well, you had enough time to build all the DLC uh-huh. that you put into the game. The DLC that's not actually downloaded. That's not even downloaded. That's right. already developed. And yet you didn't have enough time to put that feature in. No, is he, what you're telling us. So are, that one, I can more get on board yeah. with the, hey, what are you doing? Right. This, yeah, I agree. No, it just sounds like there's a bunch of DLC in this, that alternate storyline in Mass Effect that you're talking about, mm-hmm. where people got it, paid for it, and then were disappointed in what they found. I can understand, okay, I just paid 15 bucks or however much money it is. I just paid 15 bucks for this, and, it, and in my opinion, it sucks. I'm not saying it does. I haven't even seen it. I'm not even playing the game. Right. But I'm just throwing that out there. But still, I, 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 yeah, so what if they're doing it to make extra money? Welcome to capitalism. Well, and their, I think their response to that was basically that right now, within a week, their game has already been, been sold to GameStop and rebought. So they have to get on that downloadable content right away yeah. or else the original person is never going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets into the whole used game right, issue mm-hmm. and, and, you know, why companies are moving more and more to including downloadable content and, you know, unlocking and, multiplayer and, online, that type of stuff. And as integrating code. downloadable right. content as required or um, so that they can ensure that it isn't just passed along and passed along and passed along. Um, speaking of interesting and funding things in games, did you guys happen to follow Double Fine Adventure on Kickstarter? I read what they managed to do, which is impressive yes. as hell. So, you know, the adventure game genre is dead, right? Yeah, point-and-click so, adventures point, are dead. Point-and-click adventures are dead. So the original creators in this particular house, um, they actually have the creator of Grim Fandango mm-hmm. and a bunch of other very Classics. good classic adventure games. And they went crowdfunding and went to Kickstarter. Um, they asked for $400,000 to build the game and film the entire thing. And they raised $3.3 million with 87,000 backers in their one-month time period. Yeah. I'm not sure it's a record for Kickstarter, but it's pretty damn close. It's impressive. Um, and most of the people were just at the $30 level. There were 24,000 people at the $30 level, which basically gave them the, the game. Mm-hmm. They were pre-purchasing the game. So... And, That's awesome. uh, and then fifteen dollars or more where there were forty seven thousand people, excuse me, at fifteen dollars or more. So they were basically most of them were just pre purchasing the game. 
And they get to be part of then the open source community that gives them feedback mm-hmm. on the game. Nice. And the beta and those things. So it was it was this opportunity to kind of buy in early. So crowdfunding your game development at 700% of goal. Well, it's also <laughs> a matter of they were a proven development house. I mean, they, they are... Yes. You can look at their legacy of really good quality games. Mm-hmm. And obviously... People are jonesing for a hit of good old fashioned point and click adventure. Yep. To the tune of three point three million. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting to see how the game turns out um, with the slightly larger budget than they had originally intended to have. So it's, it's double fine uh, studios, and then two player productions are doing the video capture. So when you said how you don't know how a game is made, now you can, and you can, now you can see it because you can. They're actually going to be video. Taking yeah. the entire thing. Yep. Well, that's cool. Very cool. So you'd be able <laughs> to kind of watch it. And it. their pitch is hilarious, by the way. EverQuest is not free to play. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. We're, we're definitely going to be checking that out. Okay. Because yeah. I'm. Star- I thought there was a question about that, and I'm like staring at the website right now, <laughs> and it's free to play and or play free and at least three different places on the front. Mm-hmm. Play, please, we just, God, play. We just, please. We just really want to make sure that you know. Yes. If only we could still have optional- that UG model. Oh God. <laughs> that would be optional content. I would pay for. <laughs> Seriously, I want original fat. I want the original fat Ugg scratching his butt with his yeah. ass. Yes, but I, I, will pay my, I will pay cash money for that. <laughs> I was so disappointed. That's with DLC it. I can get behind. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is DLC I can get behind. I was so disappointed when they redid the model on that. Oh god, that was horrible. Mm. Well, speaking about something closer to Gwen's heart is the ah, fact that yes. they've. Uh, Announced that they are going to try to make MechWarrior Online compatible with all our fun joystick and paddles I did see and that. everything. I devices. did see that, but they have still said that. Well, what they're talking about, at least in the article, because I read that too, was that they were specifically talking more about the stuff like Steel Battalions. Yeah, had specifically the keyboard with all the switches and all the really cool oh, stuff. On oh it. yeah, they wanted an extra what 150 bucks for it. Yeah, had I been into it, I probably would have paid for that, but. They're talking more stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff on the MechWarrior Online forums about their people are basically beating that to death. And they've said, yes, we're looking into it. Whether or not it'll be in it when we launch, we don't know yet. We are, however, perfectly committed to doing the mouse and keyboard. That yeah. will always be there for those of you who don't feel like spending the money or can't spend the money or just like a mouse and keyboard. You will always be able to do that. But, yeah, there is kind of a certain amount of having – Having uh, you know the stick and throttle, and mm-hmm. then and then the uh, the rudder pedals, and ooh, yeah, that might be kind of cool. I could I might be able yeah. to get into that. I mean, I only so, have like the old Microsoft Force Feedback Two. I, I think it was. Sure, I have Sidewinder. It. Sidewinder. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure I have one anymore. Like I have that, and it's collecting dust somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I never got for the, this. For this, I'll dust it off. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope it still works. I hope the motor and it doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Total aside. I'm looking at the servers for. EverQuest, mm-hmm. and it says choose server. Yeah, one of the two servers that I can choose. Fippy Dark Paw. Is it browser based now? I don't know. Oh, no, that's crazy. That's what I can't. I don't know. Yeah, Game okay. info. I want to see if I can play it on. Uh, we also have a release date for Diablo three now. Mm-hmm. Yes, May fifteenth. May fifteenth. But they're not going to include arena play at the get-go. No, the PvP, they, they basically said, we want to get this out here. We're not happy with where PvP is yeah. right now, so it'll be patched in at a later time. But we want to get you guys the single-player 
Which I don't think anything could clearer illustrate the effect of Activision has on Blizzard <laughs> than that. Because Blizzard, prior to Activision, would never have released it a without game without, that, right? yep, never. without them feeling this game is done. It's complete. So, yep. But I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I mean, you know, especially if you're looking for Diablo, I'm sure a lot of people want to do single player like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we don't need that. you got to find the cow level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know there's going to be one in there somewhere. There is no cow level. Right. There is a cow right. Do they say that dressed in a cow outfit? <laughs> cow king. Cow king hide. Throwing cow patties. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You've ruined your lands. You'll not ruin mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong franchise. Um, so we had that. Kid Icarus makes a return, which for the 3DS, right? 3DS, which I, I mean, I think it was like 20, I think it says 25 years since the original. I remember beating the one of the Holy first games crap. I beat on the 8-bit Nintendo, Nintendo which I was like, oh, this game looks stupid. And I rented it. I was like, oh my god, this game is awesome because <laughs> you got like credit cards and you shot Eggplant Man in the head with arrows and <laughs> it was crazy, but it was a great game. And you know, the more I've seen of the 3DS version, the, it looks not bad. I might. I'm just still stuck on the whole 25 years. I know. Thing. To bring that character back, it's like, especially for the 3DS, it's like, who of your audience is actually going to look at that and go, oh, yeah, other than me, I guess. Well, they, <laughs> they would, they'd be familiar with them from things like Brawl. Sure. Super Smash Brothers. Right, yeah. all those mm. things, because those characters have always kind of enjoyed a little extra life in those all-in-one party games. Mm-hmm. So they may not know the original source material. You know, like how many have you know, played the original Mega Man of the current generation of gamers? Probably not very many. No. But they know Mega Man because it keeps coming back in various other forms. Right, right. Um, so Kid Icarus, I think, is going to be the same. Oh, yeah, the yeah. guy from Super Smash Brothers. Cool. Let's check him out. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Arrows and got wings. And, ooh, he's in 3D now. Yeah. Now um, I'm having a seizure. Ooh, la, la, Oh, but I'm having a seizure in 3D. Exactly. <laughs> oh, quick tangent there. I did get a chance uh, this trip to Disneyland to experience the revamped Star Tours. Oh, okay. Um, 3D technology's come a long way. Yeah. Uh, Look good? It looked awesome. It gave me vertigo. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but it was... It was uh, apparently, there's a, a, a many different scenarios, and you, what you get is random. The one we got was, was plenty fun. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, the 3D effects... Uh, you know, the little Star Tours shuttle we were in, the yeah, flying yeah. through the, the Death Star thing and flying through the asteroid field with the Django Fett doing the, the sonic charges on you. Oh, uh, yeah. Bits and pieces from all the different movies, but the uh, motion effects and the 3D, completely awesome. So if you find yourself at one of the uh, Mouse House locations, it is well worth waiting in line for. Cool. Star Tours, the adventure continues, I think they call it now. Nice. Yeah. It, it had to convince Nemesis, because this is one that he had never done before, and he was all about wanting to revisit all the ones he right. already knows and loves. So, you know, step one, Space Mountain. Yeah. Step two, Space Mountain. <laughs> space Mountain. Um, and then said, Broken cool. Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. If, you, if you follow me on Twitter, you can see photos of inside of Space Mountain with the lights on. Oh, yes. nice. Interesting. We actually we broke Space Mountain, and they actually had to come... And push our train because <laughs> they actually they locked all the trains in place and turned the lights on. Oh wow! Dealt with whatever the problem was, and then they came to each set of trains and would manually unlock the brake and push, give a little shove, a little shove, and then off you went. Nice. Um, they, they stop you right at right at the apex. Oh, uh, okay. Points. You're just kind of you're just gently there, just, just a little shove, little shove, and wow. you're back into it. Yeah. Um, 
But if you ever wonder what the inside of Space Mountain looks like, I have photos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have pictures. It's amazing. Everyone was busting out their cameras. Like, oh, hey, check it out. I was never going to see this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nobody ever gets to see this. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> took Nemesis over to Star Tours, and he was kind of grumpily waiting in line. And then we step out of it at the end. like, we do that again? Yeah. <laughs> now you understand, my son. Always tough to convince kids of mm, trying try something, something new. new. Yeah. 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 I promise. Oh, you'll like it. Pro tip. Um, on a overcast, cold day... Um, don't give in to your child's insistence to ride Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. in case you weren't a little chilled before. Damn, that was cold. <laughs> and, and then yep. he brought the, and then he brought the weather home with him. Yep. Yeah. It's been yeah. raining it's for a day straight. From California. I'm cold. It was hailing at our place this, uh, this morning. Kyle. Yep. Kyle. Yes. Can you believe that? Like big chunks too. Oh, they took yes. my freaking kidney! It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. In Arizona. Way to go, a hole. Yep. That's right. Oh yeah. All right. That brings us neatly to the end of our next segment. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio VTWProductions.com. I have a very special song queued up for you guys now. Enjoy. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you'd like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Now I want to come up. He's a mama, he's a mama, and I'm a kid, 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 and I'm a kid,
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Researched chaos indeed. So actually, before we jump into that, I got a link sent from our producer. Ooh. Kind of back on the subject of downloadable content. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Kotaku figured out that for Mass Effect 3, if you want to own all of what's available right now in terms of downloadable content, it would cost you about $870. Wow. (laughs) Because they've embedded so much of their, like, get a a special collector's assault rifle with the purchase of the art book or Ah. the purchase of this figurine or um, a hoodie or some sort of robotic dog. So, oh yeah, I've seen. <laughs> oh no, that. I'm sorry. That's that's part of the the collector's edition. But mm-hmm. mouse pad, me- messenger bag, iPhone case, mouse, keyboard, all this stuff comes this with stuff little cosmetic right. stuff. So. Right, but you have to buy the sixty five dollar yeah. hoodie yeah. to get the free in game hoodie. Yeah, so that's pretty. a <laughs> yeah, that's a way pretty. I mean, I don't think. I mean, unless you're really serious about your Mass Effect, mm-hmm. and it looks like most of them come with probably just reskinned versions of the same rifle or whatever. But it's still, you know, yeah, their developers aren't dumb. They know that well, they can get a, do a, this amount of effort and get a much bigger amount of uh, reward for it. Another big part of this is they are actively beginning to battle the used game market. Sure. Because they are, from their perspective, losing tons of money thanks to the GameStops of the world that are reselling. Oh, and Best Buy. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, a lot of people are jumping in on that. So they're specifically designing these games that, okay, you can resell the base game, but if you want the sexy downloadable content, each person has to buy their own copy of the DLC because it doesn't follow the disc from person to person. Sure. So we'll give you the basic game, but we'll give you a lot of optional stuff that you can resell that base game all you want. We're going to get our money out of you if you want the DLC. Yeah. 
um, even after the disc changes well, hands. And EA, EA was one of the first I saw to do this, but other companies now have adopted it that, sure, if you want to play online, you need to enter this code that right. comes with the game, and, and it's a one-time. One-time only. Yeah. And otherwise, we'll offer it to you as DLC for 20 bucks or exactly, whatever. Exactly, yeah. close to the price of the game. So there, the game designers are beginning to actively code against the used game market. Right. So basically, it's on right now. <laughs> and it's, these are the first volleys, shots across the bow of, oh, really, you're going to resell our game and we get no cut of that profit from that second uh, sale? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Chef, what's a prostitute? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I ain't going there. All right. Our all-volunteer research team Mm -hmm. has rocked it yet again, giving us all kinds of fun and interesting nerds on the interwebs. This week's contributors include Deus Ex, who is sporting a sexy new forum avatar. Mm. Fangs with a Z, and it's the Z what makes it cool. Aid of the strange foreign pronunciation. The Barry Von Awesome. Senraven. Macbit. <clears throat> not not back MacBut. Not MacBut. MacBit. Got it. Boba fetish, of course. I'm so glad that Boba contributes every week because I get to say Boba fetish. Boba fetish mm-hmm. from the diaphragm. Thank you very much for your contributions and participation. We massively appreciate it. Um, what we got here is all kinds of fun and interesting things. The one we hinted at earlier, the Siri, yeah, oh, so interesting uh-huh. lawsuit. <laughs> Is there nothing that Americans will not sue over? No. Well, let me you- just answer that right now. Someone somewhere will consider it unreasonable, and will sue. I'm sure there's a lawsuit in the work for Mass Effect's three endings. Yes, yes, absolutely there is. I'm sure. Although I would have to say that the guy is correct. Siri is not as advertised. It's not as easy to use. I forget what we were asking it to make a note one time. It was like calling Mike Bello. No, no, no. (laughs) That's not who we want to do. We just want to call. We just want to make a note. So this is from news.cnet.com. Apple's Siri, not as smart as she looks, lawsuit charges. Mm-hmm. Apple's been a little overzealous in the way it advertised Siri, the voice-assisted feature found on the company's latest iPhone, a new lawsuit claims. iPhone 4S buyer Frank Fazio says the software feature simply didn't work like it did in the Apple television advertising, and now he's suing Apple in the Northern District of California. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm, apparently. Mm-hmm. Promptly after the purchase of these iPhone 4S, Fazio realized that Siri was not performing as advertised, Fazio complaints state. For instance, when Fazio asked Siri for directions to a certain place or to locate a store, Siri either did not understand what the plaintiff was asking or, after a long wait time, responded with the wrong answer. She does that all the time. I have yet to get a straight answer from her. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) The destination you're looking for is on the right. Or maybe the left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not 100% certain. (laughs) You're going to have to guess. Generally (laughs) north-like. I ask her for an address that has west in it, and Mm -hmm. she gives me the same exact address, but east. And I'm like, no. (laughs) But again, I guess the question is, like, what, what... 
how can you really sue for that? I'm surprised Apple wouldn't just say, well, if you're not happy with it, because I know he's saying, well, the 4S costs more than the 4. Right. So return it and get a 4. Well, I think his thing is because of the actual um, commercials. Yes. right. Because the, if yeah. you're going to advertise it this way. Right. Yeah, he's claiming false advertising. Exactly. In, in, in yeah. California law, here's what the article says. The suit alleges that Apple is in violation of the Consumer's Legal Remedies Act, California's unfair competition law, and is in breach of warranty, has committed both intentional and negligent misrepresentation. Fazio's attorneys are seeking class action for other iPhone 4S owners with the claimed end goal of ending Apple's sales of the device. As well as damages, you can be forgiven for thinking lawyers might be a tad more interested in the latter than the former. Mm-hmm. Damages, baby. Give me the cash. Yeah. Cash. Damn, like, what damages did you have from this? He drove the wrong direction I, for two minutes. I uh, cried all night. Exactly. <laughs> cried all night. <laughs> I'm unable to work Siri, because Siri, of this. She called me ugly. <laughs> Siri said I was fat. <laughs> well, in Siri, we'll talk to anybody. Grail picked up my phone once and did that that uh, Siri call me blank uh-huh. on my phone. <laughs> And he, and changed Siri, what call me. I made it something of course awesome. And of changed course. what yeah. he, she was gonna call me, so call she'll talk me to anybody. Hottie McTight Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you Hottie McTight Pants, okay? Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, because she doesn't get it right. I tried once to get her to call me Daxa and she goes, I will call you Doxa. Okay. Doxa. No, I am not Doxa. Nice. <laughs> Doc I will call saw. you Doc Saw. I will call you Doc Saw. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Calling mom. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> well, it's but you need to call your mom. <laughs> no, she is a little annoying. I, I can see how she's annoying. I don't use her ever. Well, and it still is considered being beta. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. One of the few things that Apple has released in beta. Ever. Yeah, yeah they don't do that departure. a lot. Yeah. And most That's of the, much I mean, more a Google thing mm-hmm. than an Apple thing. Well, very interestingly, the new iPad did not include Siri. No. So I think it's very telling that they don't feel <laughs> confident that their servers could withstand no. the onslaught of more devices if they're still struggling with it. Yeah. It is under construction. Yeah. It so. would be fabulous if it worked the way the... Way the Commercial says the commercial it says it works. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. You would it would be great. It needs to have more of a conversation with you than it does right now. Right now, it's very like add to this note, and I get one word out, and that's like okay, note added, and then you have to go through the whole series again to get it to mm-hmm. open that note. Now put this next line in, and it can be a little frustrating to use in that form. But well, yeah. It's still a new technology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the reality is that our interface technologies are changing a lot. Um, I'm excited to see where voice recognition and Siri-type technologies go in the future. I'm also excited to see where the uh, uh, Google's augmented reality glasses go at the end of the year. I'm definitely yeah. looking forward those to those. fairly sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, and see how integrated and how well done that is. Of course, I'm also hoping they don't look like I've put on a baseball helmet in order to wear them. No, they'll be... You know, like, or give me brain cancer. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. bad. Give me head cancer. Poor taste, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. All the new interface technologies are just awesome these days. I'm curious to see what wins out. I mean, the whole Kinect thing has kind of woken up people too because one of the one of those dirty little secrets of connect is its own voice recognition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and it's actually pretty darn good for basic things. Yeah. Um, and that's a dirty little secret? It's, it's, I mean, when you think of Kinect, you always think motion control. Motion yeah. think of the mm-hmm. gesture recognition, yeah. Right. yeah. And the thing they've been quietly working on is improving the voice recognition with each update. Mm-hmm. And more and more of the Xbox features, including things like Netflix and Hulu and the basic, all the other things you can yeah. include, are starting to support voice commands. Well, and I think a lot of it, because, you know, you think, oh, okay, this game is going to come out. It's going to be available support connect. And you go, oh, my God, I don't want to play Mass Effect 3 and have to stand there and mm-hmm. make gestures to bada, shoot bada, bada, things. Bada, 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 bada. It's like, no, you just use this to command your squad mates and now you don't have to open menus and stuff now you can just say the person's name use this ability and they just do it and it's like that's kind of slick because i'm shooting and you know it's it's like you know being online with multiple you know actual humans there Mm -hmm. except they actually do what you tell them to do it's kind of crazy (laughs) or at least have a better chance of that happening (laughs) hello computer they don't decide that it's that they'd rather go left yeah exactly (laughs) What? I'm not all going to listen to Usually you. Usually, fo- f- you know, followed by genitalia references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say something about genitalia? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my duck! His pants have disappeared. Oh my. Du- Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, is? Oh, there it is. Penis. Got there it. you go. Yes. Just <laughs> blast from your past. Penis. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one in here. Uh, Netflix streaming selected TED Talks. Yeah. Um, aren't TED Talks also streaming, though, on Amazon? Was that Amazon Prime they're on, or was that... No, that was a widget in the Roku box. In the Roku box had TED Talks on mm-hmm. it. So I was I was looking at it thinking to myself, hmm, don't we already get that? <laughs> I well, like, I mean, oh. It's showing up more and more places. I mean, the, one, one of the things in the goodie bag at TED this year was a Roku box because they're partnering with them. But the... Uh, TED just rolled out their new TED Ed, Mm -hmm. uh, which is talks targeted at high school students. Oh, Um, cool. So they rolled out a dozen ones, including a really fun one by Adam Savage, talking about just in ancient times when people way ahead of their times were doing things like calculating the speed of light using mechanisms. Yeah. And we said the whole point of his talk was these are people who are no smarter than you, yeah. high school students, yep. who worked out these incredibly, this guy centuries ago who worked out to within 1% of accuracy the circumference of the earth. Yeah, or the map right. makers from back then, right. too. Right. Um, so they're, they're, they've got this new initiative of they want to specifically get lots mm-hmm. of TED Talks that are directed at um, students and trying to get teachers to take a different approach of... Flip le- teaching. Yeah, leveraging students, current students' desire to watch videos on the internet and say, fine, go watch this video. Before you come to class. Before you come to class. And that's the lecture. And then we will talk about it in class. class. And do activities associated with it in class. Based on this really interesting and entertaining video that you didn't realize you were learning while you were watching. Science Channel is doing the same thing. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. They're they're having a series. I keep seeing, because I watch a fair amount of Science Channel. Um, They're having a series, starting a series, I think next week, um, where they're having their, it'll be talks on, talks about science on, from TED. Mm -hmm. Which, Hmm. the ones that I've seen have been Fascinating. That's kind of what they do. Jamie, Ol- I've seen the one that Jamie Oliver's done. I've seen Adam Savage. Um, I saw a girl who was a lexographer. 
Yes. The, yes. Lexi- yes. Lexicographer. Lexicographer, yeah. the one with Aaron, Aaron-ish, uh, something. Yeah. Her first name was Aaron. She's like, and she says, Aaron, and the first part of the word is Aaron, E-R-I-N, and then I forget what the rest of the word is, and she goes, for some strange reason, this is my favorite word of mm-hmm. all time, and every, she just killed the place when she said it. Everybody started <laughs> laughing, because she had it up on the screen behind her, so you knew how it was spelled. It was it was hilarious. No, she, that's actually one of my favorite TED Talks of all time. Yeah. She is the, this completely nerdy librarian type. Yes. And does a great talk about how words become how words become official words. Right. And, and the yes. fact that how do you build a dictionary and how do they go from slang to Right. Yeah. And who who decides what's a word? And her her root message was if you say it and someone understands it it's a word. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell yeah, you it's otherwise. Actually really, it's, yeah, it's actually <laughs> really... For shizzle. For shizzle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, that's how words like truthiness become part yeah. of the, Precisely. It has a certain truthiness, truthiness to, to it. it. Truthiness to <laughs> it. Um, which was just added to the dictionary two years ago? Yeah. Three years ago? It was a Stephen Colbert mm-hmm. edition. Mm-hmm. One of his writers at this point is feeling very gypped ah. because it was attributed to Stephen, attributed to Stephen well, because he spoke it rather yeah. than the writer who wrote it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've um, yet to be disappointed with any of the TED Talks yeah. I've ever seen. The They've all been th- really good. The only really, I mean, having you know, attended TED directly, there are plenty of talks, not, not a lot. They, they have a high percentage of really good ones because they, right. they do a lot of vetting and they recruit mm-hmm. people. Right. Um, but it, there are ones that they never post because they just don't come off very well. Yeah. So the, the ones that they post are the ones that they know are going to be well received. Yeah, I was going to say, not everybody has that talent. Yeah. Right. Not everybody can stand in front of an auditorium full of people or a theater full of people and be able to talk and come across as witty and engaging and stuff like that. Some people just don't have that talent. Yeah. Well, or the subject did. just isn't well, there. Or... But sometimes you don't really have to have the talent of doing that. If you're really excited about the subject, well, which yes, most yeah. of these people there are, is that. These people have bought, yeah, these people have bought into this stuff. I mean, the one that I saw with Adam Savage mm-hmm. was... He's done several. Well, the one I've seen was the one he did with the Maltese Falcon. Yeah. And let's just talk about obsession. Yes, mm-hmm. where he's talking about obsession. And you're thinking about, okay, he's talking about him modeling the freaking Maltese Falcon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on one hand, you go, and I'm a huge Adam Savage fan. <laughs> on one hand, I could see somebody going, okay, this is going to be about as exciting as watching paint dry. Right. But that specific talk perfectly illustrates your point because he is totally geeked about this whole concept of, yeah. I mean, this stuff makes him tick. Mm-hmm. And that's what's fascinating about watching that and watching some of these other things mm-hmm. is you get a very, a very short but very intense window into mm-hmm. what makes that particular person function psychologically as a person. And to me, that's immensely interesting. I can't get enough of that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why that's interesting to watch. I'm like, okay, he's talking about the Maltese Falcon, but it's Adam Savage, and he's excited. He was so excited. He's like super excited. Mm -hmm. This ought to be fun to watch. And it was. It was hilarious, but it, it... And I have... My lovely girlfriend can... Attest. T- uh, thank you. Attest to this. That I'm I like, have, stop moving your hand that way while you talk about have, your lovely girlfriend have, because that's just not appropriate. I have some of <laughs> And I'm kind of in between you and her in the gesture, so it's really not cool. I will shut up. <laughs> I was massaging my brain for a word. I thought you were massaging sure something else. That failed, to, that failed to arrive until Noam said it. Um, I have a certain obsessive part of my personality she know yeah she's oh please like we don't know seriously i know we're familiar yeah so we we get get it i get caught on one idea and then i just 
beat it to death. And then I, then I drop it. Then you drop yep. it and go to the and next then I idea. Complete, and then I com- move on, completely move on to something else. So. Oh, no. Uh, we so I related, I related really well with that. But I yeah. didn't think it was that I obvious. Think one of, but. Very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite talks from this year was uh, the woman was Vulnerability Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, a woman who comes up and she's a social psychology researcher. And she has spent the last 15 years studying shame. And she is powerfully introverted herself. And yes, she's extremely introverted herself Mm -hmm. and um, made the, you know, so her studies have been about how do first women, she studied women, how do women process shame and what are their expectations and kind of those cultural things that make us almost all, make us the same. Um, in many ways. And then she had, she was doing a book signing, one of her books that she's, and a guy walks up and goes, yeah, so I'm curious about why you always talk about the female aspect. She says, well, I don't study men. And he looked at her and he went, that's convenient, isn't it? (laughs) So she spent the next several years studying the male half of the equation. And Ah. wrote more books and realized, yes, we are completely different. different. They're totally different rules for men. Um, and then she described the fact that she stood up and gave her first TED talk at a TEDx. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about, it was the shame talk mm-hmm. and talking about, again, she mentioned vulnerability. Um, she said, you know, so I was talking about how much it, it challenged me to stand up and talk in front of 500 people mm-hmm. um, to uh, Gwenora's point. She said, I had no contingency plan for 4 million. Yeah, because <laughs> they picked her talk was picked up and put on the front page of TED dot com, ah. and four million hits later, she's like, "Oh God!" Yeah. She's like, "So you know, I'm walking through the sporting goods store, and I, I, live in, I live in Texas, and from behind me, I'm picking up the things that you know you get for your teenage kids um, in the sporting goods store, and from behind me, I hear Dad shame lady." Shame, lady. And all I can think to myself is, she's on my six. Don't, yeah. don't turn around. Don't turn around. I can only get around the corner of this aisle. Right. And it's it's so, but it was a really really good talk, and it it does give like the the thirty second version of how people process and develop senses of shame. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very revealing, actually. The. Uh... Talks from this year are beginning to filter into TED.com, so you can start... Looking for them, yeah. Yes. Nice. They're constantly putting stuff there. And, and check out the TED-Ed stuff, especially if you have a high school-aged child, or if you are a high school-aged person. Cause or at least mentally high-school-aged. Yeah, you never actually grew out of that. See, uh, I think there's a, there's a market here, though, because if they're going to start having people watch videos for classes, mm-hmm. we make cliff note versions of the videos (laughs) (laughs) do you remember cliff note versions of of the lore i mean yeah no i'm telling you this would be this is it because you know kids will say well i can't spend the 20 minutes it takes to watch one of these videos i want the four i need the the four minute i can watch on my phone before class right Bam. I have five minutes before class, between classes. I need to be able to walk from this class to that class and watch the video on the way. We are millionaires now. You got it. That's it. I'm telling you. <laughs> so it's Cliff Notes Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they have, they have awesome. just posted um, that talk that you were mentioning is now finally up on TED Commons called uh, The Name of the Woman is Brene Brown. And the name of the talk is Listening to Shame. Hmm. It's right on the front page of TED.com. Well just, worth the watch. I just realized looking at 
the front page of TED, they have a woman named Kelly Anderson that says, designed to challenge reality. She did it at TEDx Phoenix. I didn't yep. know they had one here. Oh, yeah. We have lots of TEDx's here. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, TEDx Phoenix is actually a very well-renowned TEDx event. They're one of the early um, ones, yeah. And uh, they're they're big. And I wanted to go to the salon last week, and I had to cancel at the last minute, and I was very, very sad. So somebody had to go to Disneyland because yes. you told me to. Don't blame me. It's, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying I was very disappointed because no, I'd, I'd RSVP'd and it was a sold out salon and no, you know, all those sorts of things. So I may no, not get in, mm-hmm. I may not get invited again because uh-huh. I really, really wanted to go. And they're just they always sell out. Yeah, they're always. You know, you must RSVP, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're charging you. It's still a free event, but right. Right. they're always are. We're out of space. We have no more room. Fire no soup for you. Exactly. Mm. They require RSVPs to their events. All right, we got time so. for one more. Okay. Got one. Well, I got, okay. This is the one I was mentioning earlier. It's called Use Birth Control, You're Fired. It's on ACLU.org. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you have no idea. First, a bill that gives immunity to doctors who lie to couples about the results of their prenatal tests in order to prevent them from getting an abortion. Now, a bill that would give your boss the green light to fire you for, birthing, for using birth control. You think I'm kidding? I wish. For a decade now, Arizona insurance companies have been required to provide coverage for contraception just like other prescriptions. But because they saw an opening to score some political points, some politicians here are suddenly moving to take that coverage away from women and their families. And we aren't talking here here just about exemption for religiously affiliated employers like Catholic hospitals and universities. We're talking about authorizing secular for-profit employers to deny women coverage for birth control if the employer doesn't believe that she and her partner should be allowed to have sex without getting pregnant. Yep, that's right. If the owner of Taco Bell, where you work, opposes birth control, Arizona legislators want to give him the legal right to deny you insurance coverage for your pills. Sadly, that isn't even the half of it. You may want to sit down for this one. Arizona legislators know that whether or not her insurance covers it, a woman may get the prescription she needs to prevent an unintended pregnancy. They want to give her boss the right to control that, too. The bill they are pushing would not only allow employers to take the insurance coverage away, but it would also make it easier for an employer who finds out that his employee uses birth control to fire her. You heard me right, to fire her. And I thought Rush Limbaugh's comments were as low as you could go on this one. The Arizona bill has, incredibly, already passed one house, but if we can, and then they go on from there to talk about the senators. But Thumbelina brought this up to me earlier this week. She's like, have you heard about this? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought it was the whole Obamacare thing and all that. And she says, no, 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 this. And then I find, thank you, I believe it was Aid who put this up. Aid. Um, Yeah, it was. Um, That Yeah, no, this is actually, they're working on getting this to go through. I'm kind of like, it's one of those moments in Arizona politics where I facepalm myself and go, are you effing kidding me? I do that a lot. I was going to say, I find that <laughs> to be a pretty common event. Yeah, that's, any, yeah. Just concern, and almost any politics, just, actually, just not just Arizona, so. although Arizona I'm does have its... mostly Arizona. <laughs> Arizona does have its brilliant moments. Yeah, or I'm like, yeah. really? Seriously, do you think this is going to, number one, pass the headline test, and number two, do you really think that as soon as you pass this, someone like the ACLU oddly enough, isn't going to get somebody to go, um, no, this is against my constitutional right, as a, not just as an American, but my rights as a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't get this one at all. I, I'm Yeah, I'm going to kind of think this one I might I'd- actually go say something to a few state senators and say, um, no. <laughs> it looks to me like the 
pay no attention to the horrible economy. Look at this. We're fighting for a, uh, you know, a morality yeah. issue, so vote us back into office, please, because yes. we're here for that. And don't worry about the fact that nobody has money and your yeah. house is worth you know two cents. Well, the, the fact that yeah. we're even discussing contraception rights know, at this late stage yeah. this is so invented and contrived yeah. oh i know oh absolutely to distract from anything from the real problems. real issues, real issues. Mm-hmm. yeah don't look over here right don't look I mean, at don't look at foreign policy don't look at the economy don't look at any of these well, don't look at resources and natural gas they don't they don't want and to look at the economy because it's actually improving and they don't want that to help the Democrats. So saying, oh, we can't really beat them over the head with the economy because the recent numbers are actually... No, 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 it's lies. ...trending lies, lies. in the right direction. Lies. So These are manipulated about, short-term results. These are lies. Let's talk for, yeah, the last <laughs> year. Um, short-term. But they're just, they're just trying to contrive this non-argument argument rather than talking about anything that actually matters and just i, I don't want to know and along the way we get to cu- we get to call a couple of law students sluts yeah well, yeah <laughs> I, I followed the link i followed the link in the story about rush yeah, limbaugh's comments i find oh it highly God. amusing because i hadn't heard this because i just haven't been paying attention to that that they're calling it oh. slut gate that just amuses the hell out of me i'm like slut gate that's awesome and then <laughs> It you just need one right of those to, into your backyard, right? Yeah, and then, it linked, and, then it linked, and then it linked. Yeah, I know. And then it linked right to uh, uh, Stephen Colbert's or an article about Stephen Colbert and some of the things that he's saying oh, on yeah, it. Hilarious. Some of the comments that he's made oh, about it were God. absolutely hilarious <laughs> and yes. right on point too. It was really funny. Oh, God. oh man, I'm just imagining a slut gate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that awesome or what? What does that look like? What's this, you know? So yeah, I was. Don't let your that, brain go too far down. Yeah. I was very, I was very disappointed. Is that a word that. in draw something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be right up there with like Whore Island. It'd be awesome. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you are listening uh, <laughs> live on Versus the World Radio. VTWProductions.com. I think Octail just threw himself off of the top of a building. And he by the way, that's did. the title for the show afterwards. Slutgate? Slutgate. Slutgate. <laughs> Whore Island. <laughs> Slutgate or Whore Island? Which do you think? <laughs> the question mark. The Slutgate opens on to Whore <laughs> Island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take us to our final break. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank um, God. Reminder of our call-in topic, which uh, is nothing to do with sluts or whores. <laughs> 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 okay. Thanks for yeah. This is a family show, yes. after all. <laughs> <laughs> Some family out there would get this. Are you smoking <laughs> crack? Not today, dear. <laughs> Silence! Anyway, when we return, yes. it'll be time for Skype call-ins from the listeners. Call-in topic, talking about the changes in trending of MMO design uh, going away from uh, forced group content to almost forced solo content, or just emphasizing solo content. And if you want to talk about horse too, we can do a little bit of that as well. <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> right after this prostitute. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction 
aperture science We do what we must because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive I'm not even angry I'm being so sincere right now Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. <laughs> Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, with the premiere episode of Hellspawn. Yeah. Does Casually Hardcore. Thank you for those submissions, Pusar. It was unbearably adorable. <laughs> Gotta use that mic. <laughs> use that mic, baby. Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Hellspawn is now famous on the interwebs. That's right. And talking. And Our uh, producer talking. offers up the title of Draw Slutting for the title of the oh. episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, have a, we just have a wealth of choices. I think that would actually change our rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Let's yeah. Let's not give any of the downloaders on iTunes, you know, a hint. Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. not warn them. Yeah. We would get seven thousand downloads in one day. Mm-hmm. Draw a slut thing for the title. Nice. That ain't right, kids. Don't do drugs. All right, warm up your copies of Skype. It is call in time on Casually Hardcore. Talking about sluts and whores. I mean, talking about MMOs moving back towards single player mode with prostitutes. Yeah. And kind of, you know, is that is that a good thing? Because really, it it ends the it it doesn't end, but it definitely hampers, I think, community development somewhat. I mean, where is the multiplayer, the massive right. multiplayer, when you're logging on to play alone? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a multiplayer game. This is one of the interesting things about the design of Swotor, mm-hmm. with one of the, their load balancing methods we mentioned earlier was they spawn multiple copies of the major cities yeah. to spread the people out. So you don't really ever have that Iron Forge or Stormwind mob lag, but you also don't see that. Right. But you only see a small slice of the people who are actually logged in. So it takes away some of that feeling of the massiveness <coughs> of the MMO. Um, who is There's gestures happening here. Oh, Your wife has pictures of me when I was like 16. Oh my yeah. god. Days of <laughs> I had hair. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Agri SSW. Agri SSW! What up? Uh, not a whole lot, casuals. Do you want to do the shout out now or at the end? Uh, I'm going to do an extra special shout out right now. Uh, ah. A special happy birthday ah. shout out to my lovely girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett, who is celebrating her birthday this week. Hey. Happy we birthday. We will now sing the traditional song. You're older oh, than you've ever been, and now you're even older. And now you're even older. And now you're even older. You're older than you've ever been, and now you're even older. And now you're older still. Happy birthday. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, casuals. Uh-huh. And... What's your opinion on the call-in topic this week? Um, hmm, MMOs going back to focusing more on single player and more and less multiplayer group content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of mixed on that because um, uh, my oldest brother actually—that uh, was one of his one of his whole qualms that he had with WoW when he started when he played with it for like about a month or two back in the earlier days before Burning Crusade mm-hmm. because it was so much work. And you were pretty much forced to group is one of the things he didn't like. Because the game he really loved playing was uh, City of Heroes. Right. And that was a game that I never played it. But from what he told me, it's like, I have like about an hour and a half of time to kill before I have to go somewhere else. I'll just jump into City of Heroes, play with it for about an hour, and then jump back out and actually get something done. Whereas in WoW, it's like an hour and a half. <clears throat> what is that? And you can do maybe two quests with people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of sucky. And I see his point, too. And mm, in my opinion, if it's going back toward the more single player, it's more casual friendly and thus would rake in more people, in my opinion. Yeah, which I think is probably their, their goal. Yeah. Is because, I mean, yeah. ultimately they're, they're after subscriber base. And yes. this certainly appeals to the, I want to jump in and do something useful and then jump back out again. I mean, that's the, the whole looking for group tool and the looking for raid tool are all in service of the quick and dirty get in, get out, see the content, dumb it down so you can see yeah. the pretties, hopefully exactly. without taking away the pretty, the shinies, <laughs> my, my purple, purple yeah. pixels. So, I mean, do you view that so. as, I mean, you're acknowledging that they're doing it, but what's your feeling on it? Do you feel it's a positive my thing or a negative is- thing? 
it's somewhat mixed. I mean, at the same time, I can kind of understand why they're doing it. Like you and like we just said right now, it's like okay, you know, they're getting more subscribers. But at the same time, you know, I I've been playing WoW for many years now since pretty much it came out, and I had no problem with getting into groups and everything else, and that was fun. I mean, I liked actually playing with a bunch of other random people and then getting to know more people in the game, kind of build a community and a friend base. Mommy and... told me not to talk to randoms. <laughs> exactly. But um. When they're going in more single, it's like at the same it, at the same time I see it as that good and bad because well, you're probably not going to meet no more people. But you know, then again, people kind of suck in general most of the time. On the internet, they they certainly can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to kick you to the curb to make room for others. Thank you for calling and thank Thanks you for the lovely casually. shout out. We will catch mm-hmm. you next time. Mm-hmm. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is true. True. How have you been? Not bad, not bad. And how are you feeling about today's call-in topic? Well, uh, I am an MMO player from way back. I mean, I started on The Realm, then went to Ultimate Online when it came on, and then EverQuest when it came on, and then WoW was like, oh my god, I'm in a game that I don't spend 20 hours to gain a level, I don't lose two hours worth of work when I die, <laughs> and I don't oh. spend... I don't, t- spend an hour and a half to collect materials for a 5% chance to create the bow I want in crafting. Yeah. Take her shot. Oh. Yes. <laughs> did you ever do the true shot longbow oh, yeah. quest? <laughs> makes you want to strangle your computer. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced anybody that talks about hardcore and they don't, and their, their reference for hardcore is like early days of WoW, mm-hmm. I laugh at them because they have Please. no idea. Yes. And mock thoroughly. Yes. EverQuest was hardcore. <laughs> and, spending, yes. and spending hours and hours and hours in the bazaar. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, trying to sell stuff. You had to leave your character logged yes. in in order to sell. Oh. It was amazing. Yes. Or when you have to craft singly. Yep. Yes. You have to put all six you, you items. Finally, in there. do it stacks later People in the cried. game. Yep. <laughs> yes, the I do remember yeah, that. That was, was awesome. horrible. So I take it you fall on the side then of our solo, easier to access com- content. For leveling, yes. I mean, for in-game, of course, group is where to go. But when you're trying to learn and level and just enjoy, it's a habit. You have to have both. I mean, EverQuest, you had. No solo content after the first ten levels or so, if you didn't want to cut your wrists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it was. Uh, we'll roll but, it uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> different kind of druid. Different druid. Yes, different kind of druid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just, uh, and then wow, you had this experience where it was like group quests, but I can do them or I cannot do them, and they're fun. And there's dungeons I can do, but I don't need to do them, and. I just can just play myself if I want to, or play with a group if I want to. Mm-hmm. So you, it, it, you fall on the side of it's definitely proven. Definitely, I I rather have both both group and solo content. Which solo content is important because most people don't necessarily play when all their friends play. I mean, people get insomnia at three a.m. or they have a day off. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah I do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right there with you. All right, going to kick you to the curb so we can get some more in here. Thank you for the call. Be Ooh, well. And you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Tarahas. Tarahas, how are you? Tarahas. I'm doing rather well. So we gotta, you call in so we can uh, spoil some more things for you, but the person this time? <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> uh, it's, oh, you're it's so okay. mean. Spoiler alert. 
Luke so is how his you... father. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, sorry, wrong way. Vader is his father. Snape kills Dumbledore, yes. Yes, yes. So, oh. what are your opinions on today's call-in topics, are? I'm okay with MMOs getting more solo, but they better have, they better still have group content. That's the whole point of an MMO. It's the multiplayer part. Yeah, that multiplayer. Multipass. Lilo Dallas multipass. Lilo yes. Dallas multipass. Yeah, but I, I mean, and I think the, uh, I don't think we're going to see MMOs obviously move away and just not offer group content. I think that's always going to be there. It's there in Star Wars, which is arguably one of the most soloable MMOs out there. Mm-hmm. However, without having that forced group content, you, I think you can lose that co- sense of talking to people on your server. Right. Who wants yeah, to talk to people? Exactly. Seriously, people <laughs> are annoying. Yeah, I mean, I it all be, this multiplayer thing would be great without the people. Here we go. Sorry about that. Oh, what happened? I was like, what? Did we lose people? I tried to add someone to the conference, but it was, I, I added noise instead of adding person. Nice. Oh. Darhaus, you're still with us, oh. right? There you go. Good. Yep. Technical difficulties. Please hold. Welcome to Hold Music yeah. Casually yeah. Hardcore We are very strange people Yes. Don't do drugs kids but as, as long as they still have More multiplayer content Than solo I'm fine with that But then again I don't want to pay $15 a month To play by myself Keep doing that you go blind Yeah Exactly uh, he's yeah okay. All <laughs> yeah. right, never mind. Oh, uh, well, it was by yourself though, not with yourself. So, oh, right. you know, right. all right, oh. I got it. Yeah, it just took me a second. <laughs> Stop playing with yourself. <laughs> it is. How do you know? Can't. <laughs> Can't. Mm. All righty. I'm going to make room for another one here. We've got uh, a couple of seven minutes left here. Yep. Thank you for the call. Talk to you soon. No problem. Thank you. All righty. You are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Tech Priest. Tech Priest. I love the Zoidberg uh, icon you got in Skype. It is uh, most epic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Modesty. Mm. The new internet version of modesty. Yes, <laughs> apparently so. You still Duh. have Zoidberg. You all still have Zoidberg. How do you feel about this week's uh, topic? Do you like the fact that you can solo MMOs, or do you miss the uh, the days of having to group all the time to get anywhere in the game? I miss the old days. For me, the old days is early. Wow. But I miss them. And when you look at how Star Wars is supposed to doing it, it's, it feels empty. I get that same kind of feeling, especially because, as I mentioned earlier, the design of the cities where they don't let everybody on the servers see everybody. Yes, it makes for better performance, but I don't have that feeling that I'm playing a game with thousands yeah. of other people. Well, especially when you leave the cities and go to the planets, there's very... I, mean, I rarely run across people yeah. when I'm doing my questing. Yeah, it makes me... I don't know if they're doing little baby instancing or just everything's so spread out. I think yes, they're doing baby instancing. Yeah. I mean, I see the... When you go up to the Imperial Fleet, you get kind of a sense sure. of... You know, there's other people the, around. The lagtastic yeah. nature of, hey, yeah. this is a good, like, a good old lag forge, and, but... 
I, I feel the same way as you. I, I, I miss the, the feeling of there's a whole bunch of us in this world playing it together. And to me, that was always part of the fun, especially of EverQuest and WoW of... Look at all these people around me. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 these are people. Right. Not just yes, playing and them. I also want the third type that Eve has. That's, it's only one server. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that Eve does really well is they don't have shards, they don't have servers, they have the universe. Yeah. And yes. every everyone in their game is there. Right. Uh, camping each other in annihilating <laughs> entire... Don't remind me. And they are all horrible. You don't want me to have fun. Oh, you've been potted. Oh, That's dear. one of the prettiest games I've ever played, but I couldn't stand the people in it. Mm-hmm. Well, just I can't the- like the people in Eve. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> they are evil. Just like real people. Kind of like, you know, playing, playing the real world. Exactly. Hang on, my Skype is there. Okay, my Skype did something very strange, but technically, are you still with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay, we have not lost you. Just in time for me to hang up on you because it's time. Thank you for calling. We appreciate the input. And hopefully talk to you next week. Yeah, maybe. Take care. Alrighty, we got room for I think one more here. I'm gonna try and call back one that I accidentally hung up. Well let me let me address in the black void tree is mentioning you know, you can PvP. It's like, well, yeah, I understand PvP is going to involve people. That's kind of a given. Yeah. yeah. Player versus player, yes. Well, that's not what I'm talking about in terms of forced grouping. Right. That's, def- that's and, totally optional and definitely. Yeah. Unless they had bots. That'd be kind of interesting. The way that, bots. Yeah. that Tech Priest said that his early days were the early days of WoW. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh. So. I he was hey. in that category. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome course, to Casually so Hardcore. I, so. You're on the air. Who's calling? I only had City of Heroes before that. Hello? Hello. Can you hear us? Oh, no. We can hear you. Can you hear us? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Oh, Yay. Okay, good. Who's Yay. calling? Or not. <laughs> who's, who's here? I think we just lost him. I think Skype just took a big old burp. There's a problem with this call. Hold on while we try to get the call back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Foiled by technology. Technology scares me. Yeah. I just... I'm trying to let you in here. This is when I kept on hanging up on earlier. I'm trying to get him his chance. And the gods of Skype say nay. I say nay, nay. Nay, nay. It was a medium tube at best. Oh, sorry. We'll try next week, I guess. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, or or try to call me again in a minute, and we'll hook you up. Hook a brother up. Right on. All right, we are close to conclusion here. I got to get. God, I've been coming up on a month since I've been in Spotor. Oh wow! Well, it's of, been longer than that for wow. me because I've been working every well, freaking yeah, weekend. That's pretty much the. And we'll be every weekend after this for a little while longer. So this is the nature. Okay, we have one more try. Oh, I maybe hear I'll noises. Can you hear I'll us now? Tonight. Yes, I can hear you. Awesome. Yay. Who's calling? This is Deus Ex. How are you guys? Deus. Hey, Deus. Hey. How are you? I'm fine. I had trouble getting with my phone to work for some strange reason. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. hopefully, none of my, and hopefully none of my F-bombs made it out on the air. Now, we'll edit those out in post. We'll replace them with S-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your opinion on the ever-changing face of the MMO, taking the M out of the MMO. I actually like their group content more 
mainly because when I play my healer in WoW, I actually re-signed up for World of Warcraft, oddly enough, and I've dropped Star Wars. Hmm. And, and how how does your transition back to WoW feel? Is it like coming home? Is it which 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 do you prefer? I actually prefer. I do, I've played WoW for on and off for six years, so it's not like I'm not ever used to it. But Star Wars, at the same time, I had a lot of problems. I had Grell talked about before. You know, no way to see what your DPS is at. Ugh. No, no threat meter. Nothing like that. You just hit things and they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the lack of a die. combat log is is annoying. Terrible. Yeah, this is this is this needs to be addressed. Uh, there and or they're maybe they're just, they're not interested in servicing that kind of gamer. Maybe they don't want the elitist jerks. Come out and said they're not interested in it right now. Yeah, they just, they just want to tell the story. Well, instead, instead of petitioning for a, another bio uh, Mass Effect three ending, why don't they petition for custom UIs in Star Wars? Hey, yeah. there's a well, supposedly 1.2 it won't be custom in terms of downloadable, but they are going to add in. You can completely rearrange your UI, so that is something they at least are semi-addressing. Mm-hmm. Nice. That will make me happy. Yeah, Jeez. but they're not no add-ons. They're definitely anti-add-on. They're they're not going to open that up yet. Hopefully, I hope they get around to putting the API out because some of the most fun and interesting things in WoW came through. That the whole add-on service. Yeah, yeah the, the developer community came up with some wildly great stuff. Like Somebody's the got their speakers turned on. <laughs> I can hear my own voice coming back. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's yep. what that was. Like Bejeweled and Peggle in WoW. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The all-important. Hey, you got a flight point? Play some Peggle. That's right. All right, we need to wrap it up, so I'm going to hang up on you now. Thank you for calling. Glad we were able to actually work out the technical issues and get you on the air. We Thanks, ca- guys. Catch you next time. Thank you. And there goes that. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore with a full house, or at least we got to the point where we had a full house. Started with me and Gwen, fist bump. Fist bump. And then the mm-hmm. rest of you recalcitrants trickled in precisely whenever the hell you felt like it. Yeah. Exactly. I am so not getting any. Uh, uh, what's new about that? Oh, wow. Sick burn. <laughs> Hello. Yep. Hello. We have two kids and we've had, had sex, sex twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just work here. All right. We have... I'm actually not certain if Emperor's Court is going on. He just joined the chat room. Oh, there he is. Excellent. So, stand by for your three-hour break from internet porn. That is the Emperor's Court, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We will transition briefly to the 24-7 server, and then the Emperor will take over the stream, so do not panic if we do not transition directly to Emperor's Court. We are experimenting with different ways of handing off to deal with some weird stuttering problems that Emperor's been having. So, it's going to be a little different. Just stay on the stream, and you will get your dose of Emperor 1G. I... Have been Gnomewise. I've been Gwenora. I've been Grail. I've been Dexa. And I've been Iolite. And we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. For now, we are out of here. Bye.
Bombadida, 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 Bombad